This is a slaying moment. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Slaying for Me. I hope all is well and you're staying positive, safe, and sane. And you are putting on your coat, child, because the wind is blowing. It is, I saw somebody say that it's uh, Keisha Cole <laughs> outside. It's Chris Breezy outside, okay? It is cold. The wind is high and the temperatures is low. So I hope you got on that cold. Even the sirens outside is like, it's too cold out here for y'all, for us to even be out here, okay? Um, so I hope you guys are wearing your coat. So I'm so excited because we've missed a couple of girl chats, but this time we can, we can bring it back, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. And we have Jerrica Anderson on here with us with a little girl chat this week. Um, Jerrica, how are you? I'm good. Good. Oh, girl, I'm tired. Yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, I'm tired. I need to like have. I need to go into hibernation like the bears. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> the bears be sleep. Okay. I need to sleep like a bear. Okay. Um, but other than that, how was, how was your week this week, this past week? Um, it was busy, productive. Yeah. Uh, I'm tired, but I'm making it. Yeah. Yeah. My week was busy as well. It was a lot of, I feel like I've been, um, I've been waking up at three o'clock in the morning and you know how they say, I don't know if you heard this saying, but that's like the God hour for you to like pray. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't praying, but I did do a deep prayer the other day <laughs> and I did. I was like, okay, God, this is what you wanted me to do. That's why I've been getting up at three. I've been getting up at three, looking at the sky. Like, why am I up? My alarm ain't even went off yet. Uh, But yeah, so Three o'clock has been my time that when God tapped me and be like, girl, get up. Like nobody mm-hmm. wants to get up at this time. But, um, so I don't know if you've been seeing in the news the story about, um, Shanquilla Robinson. I think I'm saying her name yes, correctly. And, uh, I wanted us to have a conversation about that. Cause I mean, for me, when you first heard the story, what was your initial response? Um, see, when I first heard it, I heard something. I heard what they wanted to be put out there. Yeah. And then I started hearing the truth. And so I was like, mm, that's messed up. Like, yeah. I couldn't even imagine what her parents are going through. Or just period. You think you're going somewhere with people that you're supposed to be cool with. And then yeah. you don't make it back. That's deep. Yeah, I think, I I mean, and for me, I think we've been hearing a lot of these stories happen so recently with the friends, like even the little girl that was in a hotel and she ended Mm -hmm. up, ended up in a freezer and she was in this room with all these girls and nobody know where she went. It just really Mm -hmm. is unsettling to me that we're hearing these stories of our little, our, first of all, before we even get into that, how many of our brown kids, our black and brown kids are coming up missing our young girls every day Mm -hmm. on top of that? And then now we are in situations where we're supposed to be with people that we trust and we can't even trust those people. So it Mm -hmm. was just so many different feelings that went through my mind when I so many feelings that went through my body and so many thoughts that went through my mind. Um 
when I heard the story, because, you know, you have a daughter, you know, mm-hmm. she's my niece and I have young nieces and nephews and we have little cousins that are around the same age as this young girl or even younger um, mm-hmm. that, you know, they have a group of people that they hang out with. And it's like you can't even trust the tribe, this tribe that you calling you, these people that you're calling your tribe. So mm-hmm. um, one thing that I um I thought about. And when I read the story was like the difference between now and when we're in the same, she's a millennial, just like us. We're just in our Mm thirties in comparison to like back in the day. And I'm going to say back in the day, because it is back in the day when we used (laughs) to hang out with people, what were your kind of like boundaries or expectations for when you would hang out people with people like, if it was a group of people that you hung up, what were your your boundaries or your expectations for the people that were like, in your group? When we all go, everybody go. Ain't no you getting in the club with nobody else. Yeah, if you I agree. With me, you leaving with me. Bathroom. We can go to the bathroom together. I'll wait. If I don't got to pee, I'll look in the mirror. Like, when you go with somebody, you have to come back with that person right. for different reasons, just because you love them and care for them. Or I don't ever want to be the person to have to tell somebody, parent, oh, I don't know where your child is. I don't know what happened to your child. And I even if I'm not rocking with you like that, though, if we all came together, if you not my friend or you just a friend of my friend. Where mm-hmm. is she at? Where did she go off to? Like, is she coming with us? Did she tell you where she was going? That exactly. was, yeah. Like, I feel like nowadays, and the people out there that's listening to this podcast, if you're a little bit younger than we are, let us know because I feel like y'all don't take y'all are not holding one another accountable. Y'all not y'all not doing account. Like, we it's five of us, three of them gone. Y'all ain't doing account. Like one, two, three, four, five. Like in a line when you have a bunch of kids. You count the kids before you even exit mm-hmm. to go someplace. I feel like they don't even do, they don't even do that these days. They just be like, she'll be fine or she'll be whatever. And it'd be like, no, you can't. You got the the people that you rock with or even if you come in with them, you need to let people know where you are. Somebody needs to know. And I don't care if you met such and such. You, when you get home, you can go with such and such. <laughs> we can't right. Have him come and pick you up I from the house. You know how we used to do. We all show up at my house. You made it. You made it back to the destination. Right. Not, no, that, but that's facts, though. That's facts, though. <laughs> because we all used to like get into one car, drive to a particular person's house. You gonna get back to your car from my house. Now, where you go from my house to some to somebody else's house, that's your own discretion. I would like to know where you're going or if you're going home. But if you ain't, at least I know you made it to the destination that I dropped you off at. And even, like, as a parent, like, my stepkid, he's about to be 16. Mm-hmm. And he wants to go off and be with his friends. If I'm dropping you off somewhere, baby, I need to know every everybody who's there needs to come right. to the car because I need to see everybody. I need to know that you was with such and such with this, this, this on this, this, this on. My child, my daughter ain't going to have a chance. I don't, I have trust issues. I don't play that. I need to know. Ain't no spending night on nobody's house. I need to know yeah. who mama this, this. No. Mm-mm, I don't. I, I think I, 
don't it trust does. I, I think it's really one of those situations where people need to be more mindful of their own being. Like, um, in this particular situation with this young lady, and you know, it my heart goes out to her family because America is not even acknowledging the fact that this young lady was murdered by her friends. Mm-hmm. They're saying that it was foul play. Like they didn't see anything wrong with it. And for me, that's unsettling. It's very unsettling because these individuals, and this is how, this is my perception of it. These individuals targeted her. That one girl targeted, targeted her and decided that she was going to be the person that she was going to attack. So it was intentional. You did this out of intent and y'all came up with this story when the situation went bad and you was like, Oh, I'm gonna be her up or whatever the situation was. And you went to great lengths to harm her. Y'all came up with this story of she had food. She had alcohol poisoning. So now mm-hmm. y'all done set and decided that y'all was going to cover this up. That bothers me. And it's like, nobody truly her friend. Like, her so-called best friend is supposed to be there. There's no way possible. No way. <laughs> that I don't give a care. If I, first of all, the fight wouldn't even ever happen. No. Okay. Just- so let's talk about that though. Cause me and, and Tony were having that conversation. Okay, so how many times have we been in situations with people we really don't fuck with and we see them in situations and we be like, nah, y'all can't even rock like that. We ain't even gonna mm-hmm. let you go that far. I might not fuck with her like that or I might not be friends with that person, but I ain't gonna let y'all jump her. I'm not gonna, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna see that. I'm not going to be recording somebody mm-hmm. that I thought my friend or even an associate get beat down or beat up to the point where I'm just laughing and that ain't cute. That ain't funny. Ain't yeah. nothing cute about that. Like y'all are responsible because the person who put their hands on her responsible and the people that sit around laughing and thinking it's funny and it's a joke. You responsible because you could have stopped it. Right. I agree. I There's agree. no way. If you're my friend, associate, anything you rolling with me, I'm not going to let nobody, I'm not going to let that go down. Y'all ain't even going to do that. So let's go a step further in this conversation. I know, you know, uh, <laughs> you, you ain't, you don't got, you got trust issues. Your trust, your trust levels is low as hell. Um, no. <laughs> but I know, you know, when you're in your early twenties, you can say you're not a people person, but we all have been around people that we really don't rock with based off of the group. Like, I know I've been in like group settings with people and they'd be like, Oh, a sister girl is my friend. You like, okay, we all going out or whatever. And you know, I really, that person is not really my vibe, but there's somebody's vibe in a group, like somebody like them. And you know, uh, people in this particular situation, those girls that were on that trip already knew that they didn't like her. This is Mm -hmm. my thing. I'm not going to, if I don't like you on the soil that I stand where I live, where my house at, I ain't going to go to somebody else's soil with you. If I see some red flags of how you treat me, period. But the simple fact is a lot of times people be hiding behind friendship. Mm. People will act like they're your friend and be rocking with you. But in the inside, real envious of you and don't really rock with you. Right. You don't even know that they don't like you because they cheering you on acting like they a part of the team. 
but deep down inside, they don't mess with you. So, so how do you decipher decide, that? Like, I think that's the conversation that we need to tell these young girls that's coming up. And that's the whole reason why I wanted to have this girl chat. We need to give them some wisdom that they don't know. What is that? What those do those red flags look like today? How can they know what those red flags look like? Because we don't want another situation like this young lady to be around in a collective full of people, these women that say that they're down for her and then she don't make it home. Another girl doesn't make it home because somebody is envious of them. What does that look like? Who, what, how can we prevent this by giving them information? Real friends, when you win, they win. They feel just as happy for your wins as you do. So the one day when you have good news, always talking negative, always looking for the bad and everything, watch her. She ain't for you. Um, people, I don't know, people sometimes are very good at what they do. They're very good at hiding it. But inadvert, they'll talk behind your back. They'll, mm-hmm. you know, they just they're not really rooting for you the way you think that they are. So I just say, pay attention to all the little signs. Anything that you feel like a sign, you ain't tripping. That's that's real. <laughs> that's the sign right. they're doing it for real. Like, follow your instincts. Like, don't... Mm-hmm. I'm a believer of following your instincts. If it tells you something, it, you feel it. It's not You're not crazy. It's, it's what it is. Yeah, I believe I'm big on energy. I'm big on energy and how people talk to you. Like, mm-hmm. say, for instance, like, I have a, a co-worker and she's a nice person, but I go off of her language. Like, I'll say, I was saying something about where I shop at. She said, you would be a person that shop there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cute. Like, you can't be a person that shop there. Or she's like, you will be the type of person that say you will eat that type of thing. Like, well, what does that mean? <laughs> like, it, it'll be something that's out of her, the out of her way of living. So I'm big on language, like how somebody, how somebody says something to you, <laughs> how somebody says something to you energy if i'm in a space with you and i never feel comfortable or i never feel safe or i never i always feel like i got to watch my back i can't travel Mm -hmm. with you i can't travel with you you don't make me safe on my soil i'm not going out of no state no country no nothing (laughs) with you if i do not feel settled if i'm sitting here like i don't even know if these bitches really like me like that if i'm if i have to ask myself that question not it we ain't going on no trip together and mm-hmm. I don't do girl trips anyway because people have different ways of living, different expectations, and people have attitudes and different. You know, some people friends ain't all the way together, so you know I don't do gr- group trips like that. And I have yeah, my reasoning. You just can't. You can't travel with everybody. You, you cannot. Even if y'all, even if y'all are good on a regular basis, even if it could be your best friend, some people you just can't travel with. Right. Yeah, and that's true. So I feel like um, for me, I, I one thing that I, I noticed about myself, um, I try to surround myself with, with really good people, you know, and I will say this. Sometimes you have really good people with, with you, but they're in bad situations at that time. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you have to decipher that sometimes 
it can be a situation like I saw this video and I think my um, Tony showed it to me of this girl talking about how her best friend was getting married and she mm-hmm. was doing the photos and she couldn't she couldn't she was happy for her but she had that like what about me when is this gonna happen mm-hmm. for me type of thing so that doesn't mm-hmm. mean you know let's decipher that that doesn't mean that the person isn't happy for you at the time in a place in where they are in their life and at the place you are in your life they can't give you the support that you're requesting because mm-hmm. they're at a point in their life and sometimes i feel like people need to sometimes i feel like people don't see that and also people don't voice it like some women and be like yeah i'm single but i'm gonna go to my friend when knowing that they they not in a mental mental space where they can support you in a way in which they should they they -hmm. could have in the past or if Mm -hmm. you having a baby and one of my like one of my friends right now is struggling with with pregnancy i ain't gonna be sending her no long note saying girl i'm you know if i ever become pregnant in in the um, near future i'm not gonna say to her girl i'm pregnant i'm gonna kind of hold off on that because right now she's in a vulnerable space i want to share my good news with her but maybe it's not the right time right now because Mm -hmm. i know where she is so i mean i feel like we have to decipher that situation as well what is a situation that you have been in where you felt uncomfortable around a group of women that, you know, either it was a group that you got into or a group based off of association? Mm, I don't know, never, honey, because if I meet you and I don't feel uncomfortable, I ain't going to be in the group, so it don't matter. But it could be an incident. It could be a time that you were there. Like it wasn't like a group that you frequent, but you guys like went out together or it was like a friend that knew a friend or you going to somebody's birthday party and they asked you to come and you just didn't feel comfortable being there. I don't know. I can't recall. Okay. Well, I mean, (laughs) praise the Lord for you, (laughs) for you not to experience that situation. I have been in a situation like that where um, it has been a group of people that I was welcome into the group or I went based off of a friend Mm -hmm. and I just didn't feel comfortable being there. And it wasn't that I was uncomfortable with all the ladies. It was one specific person that I was uncomfortable around. I don't Mm -hmm. like my personal thing. My biggest pet peeve with women and men, but I'm specifically um, focusing on the women front is Mm -hmm. women that have an insecurity within themselves and they choose a woman that they, you know, that insecure. Right. Or mm-hmm. the, they can't be, they, they probably not the most confident person, but they're confident in who they are and what they want and mm-hmm. the things that they want to desire in life. And it disrupts the insecurity in that person and they start bullying. I don't like that. I don't like mm-hmm. for you to just attack. Well, everybody can't afford to have a blah, 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 blah. That's bullying language. Nobody told you, you, nobody asked you if you can afford it. This is what I'm affording. This is what I'm buying for myself. This is the life that I want to live. Like even the language of girl, I went, you doing all of that traveling, Jerrica? Girl, how you get the money to do that? That's not none of your business. I'm out of town. I'm on flights. I'm I'm booked and busy. To me, that's bullying language. My personal opinion. I don't know. I haven't, like I said, I can't recall being in a situation that I just was uncomfortable because even if I am with a group of people and I just don't care for somebody or I 
don't like the language that they do. I just tune them out and then I never hang out with them again. Okay. I'm never going to be in the situation again because I'm just not going to hang out with y'all. Yeah. Um, I have a friend who has a friend who just do not like me for some apparent reason. <laughs> she don't know why. Like she literally, she don't know why she don't like me or she don't even say that she don't like me. She's like, I'm not her cup of tea. Okay, well, everybody is and, not everybody's cup of right. tea. And that's fine, but she don't even know why I'm not her cup of tea. And at one point, I was her cup of tea. So, I just be like, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't, I can't hope that I'm not your cup of tea. I'm not going to change who I am to make you feel more better with yourself. So, you just don't have to hang. I live with the rhetoric of everybody ain't going to like everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody is not supposed to be your friend. Everybody is not supposed. Everybody is not gonna be. I feel like I'm a well likable person, but there's some bitches out here in this world that they can't stand Alexis. <laughs> I don't know them. I mean, actually, I just met one recently, but um, I you know I I understand. I understand that I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I'm. I get it. I get it. Thank you. I'm on ginger. What are you on? Black tea. All right, got you. That's cute. You don't need honey for that. But I feel like, you know, everybody is not everybody's cup of tea in this particular situation with this young lady, Miss Robinson. I feel like they knew that they didn't like her and her Mm -hmm. best friend. First of all, let me go to the best friend, because if he was really you have, you know what it's like to have a guy best friend, don't you, Derrica? I know what it's like. But your (laughs) guy best friend won't let nobody touch you like that if he really loved you. Right. He wouldn't even let her get that first swing off. Like, no, nah, we ain't doing it. Exactly. So, I mean, in that particular situation, I feel like it would never, it would have never, that would have never taken place if they were truly her friends. And I feel so so hurt for her mom because her mom was like they were all friends. And it was like, no, baby, these was your baby's associates. And 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 it really bothers me. And I hope that those individuals go to jail. They deserve to go to jail. Period. Especially the one that was that beat her up. She needs yeah. to be up underneath the no, jail. Definitely. Honestly. So I think my question for you, what will be the rules and the guidelines that you have a daughter and you have a son? What are your rules and guidelines for both of them? going out in this world and you know finagling with people because times have changed you know um things have changed in regards to when we were growing up and some of the game is still the same i think um things are a little bit more uh people are sneaky and conniving i feel like a little bit more or it's more highlighted today than Mm. it was back in the day what would be your rules and regulations for um your baby girl to let her know how to how to protect herself how to keep herself safe um going out into this um world where she has you know where people just are not who they say they are uh like I said, it's so funny that we're talking about this because even though my child is only four, she is in school. And um, I find myself having to have conversations with her about friends now. Mm-hmm. She has a little friend who she just adores and she calls her her best friend. But the little girl, even though they're kids, she do like little things to be like being kind of mean and spiteful sometimes 
And I find myself having to talk to my child because she's very sensitive. She's not like me at all because I can give a damn if we friends. But she cares about that. So I'm like, at an early age, I'm like, okay, well, you know, friends don't mistreat you or mm-hmm. mishandle your feelings. So if she's doing that or you feeling um, sad when she does certain things, maybe you need to put her on pause. Maybe you need to, you know, not hang out with her as much. Find other people in the classroom to hang out with because it's okay to have more than one friend. It's okay to shop around friends until you find a friend that matches the same energy you want to give as a friend. Like, And it's like, it makes me sad that you have to explain stuff to kids at such an early age, but everybody comes from different households. Right. Everybody adopts at that different ways and everybody has different personalities. So I'm like, I just don't never want my child to feel like you're being bullied or you can, you have to accept um, mean and negative behavior because you don't from nobody. I think and, the question that I would ask her, sorry to cut, cut you off. I don't know if you asked her this question. Why are you guys best friends? Why are you friends with this particular person? What made you guys become friends? She's four, but she's right. very vocal. She knows and her And I feeling. feel like that she's been, she was the crutch for her. She, in the early beginning of school, uh, she had to switch from her comfortability to another class because um, she wasn't comfortable in her class no more because her teacher wasn't there. And this little girl came from the same class as her. So oh, it was so comfortable for okay, her. Gotcha. So it was easy for her to adapt to her. Because she, she already, already knew, knew someone someone from so her class. That's, that was her thing. She has She's a, a person who doesn't like change and she likes familiar, familiarity. So the little girl was familiar to her. So mm. I'm trying to get her to know that it's okay to, for things to change. It's okay for you to meet other people and talk to other people. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, so, learning at, at a young age. As gro- yeah. As growing up and being a teenager and stuff, I just want her to know to always follow your instinct. Mm-hmm. Never let people down talk you in any kind of way. Cause that's always a sign. Um, Love on the people that's loving on you and always tell your mama about everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I mean, that's not a joke, don't though. Skip, that's not don't a joke. Skip out on that. Yeah. Tell me everything. I want to know first and last names. If you think you're going somewhere with them, I need to know if y'all at a point where y'all driving, I need to know license plate, car models. I need to know all of these things. I don't ever want to be a parent. Like, I don't know. I let my daughter go, but I don't know who she went with, what car right. they were in, none of that. I need to know everything because if God forbids anything ever happens, I need to be able to tell the authorities everything that I know. Right. No, no, that's definitely true. I think, I think another thing that we we kind of are uh, skipping out of everybody is so secretive nobody wants to let people know what they're doing and i feel like you can't be like even if you got a slink sick sneaky link one of your (laughs) friends in your group no this is like for real this is game game one of the friends in your group it might don't let it be the the chick who man you sneaking the link with but oh lord 
one of your friends in your group or your favorite cousin or your your um your your mama your daddy somebody needs to know who mm-hmm. this sneaky leak is what's his name what's his real name what's his mm-hmm. instagram name what's his facebook name where he stay at what mm-hmm. area he stay in what street he live on what type of car he drive because mm-hmm. people be so and the same thing for men somebody needs to know who these girls you fucking with because things can go left and they can hurt you and nobody know well he was fucking with such and such over here blah 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 and let people know where you are where you gonna be where you going who you who you traveling with even if you traveling Mm -hmm. by yourself give somebody your itinerary give two three people your itinerary of where you going i'm not saying be scared of your independence but let people know where you at let people and know. even as a even as adults, because me and my one of my close friends was just talking about this. People feel like, oh, I'm grown. I don't need to tell somebody. Yes. You do. Mm-hmm. You you do too. Things are happening every day to everybody. Yes. It doesn't matter the age. You have to tell somebody. Like when I was out here dating, I used to send license plates, drop full names, honey, to somebody. Somebody gonna know who I'm on a date with. Right. So this fool flip up and flip out. I need you to know this is her last location. You have to, as an adult, also tell people where you're going. You can't always be so secretive and yeah, sneaky about it because no. at the end of the day, we just want to make sure that you're okay. And as black women, we don't have that privilege. They not gonna come and find us. Let's be clear. As women of color, we just we were at the grocery store the other day, and it's a fourteen year old girl missing. Broke my heart. I'm like. They not going to come and find us. We got to go find us. Right. No, no disrespect to other races. But if a white person was to come up missing a white little girl, they putting out an APV. They going to go find her. They not going to go find us. They not going to try to search for us. So the biggest thing that we need to do is make sure that we are taking care of one another. We need to let people know because we going to have to go find us. Ain't nobody going to go look for us. They not going to call the National Guard to go search for us exactly they're not gonna do that and that's just what it is and it's the reality so for me i think um what you said about your baby girl is true those are great responses if i was a parent hopefully you know one day in the world you know soon i'm have a little you know have a little lexus in it um (laughs) i would tell my my future children girl or boy to Make sure that you you know what your moral your morals and your values and your your compass is because I feel like for me one thing that has gave me saving grace throughout my life is that my mom instilled in me that know who you are you don't have to follow no crowd you don't have to be a part of the crowd you your own crowd I don't need to be in the in crowd to be popping or be a part of the crowd to to know that I have value. I'm me regardless. And I feel like a lot of people today and these young people that's coming up today, they want to be in this crowd. If you know who you are and you know whose you are, when they start doing something that's against your moral, your moral compass and your values, you ain't even going to even rock that way. Cause it, your, your God, your God voice won't even allow for you to even speak that language. It, mm. it just go against everything. My mama told me that I'm not supposed to jump people. My mama told me I'm not supposed to treat people bad. I'm not going to sit and um, videotape somebody getting beat up. I'm going to interject. That's your God compass. That's your moral compass telling you that that's 
that they ain't what we doing. That's not of the mm-hmm. Lord. Um, I will first tell them that. And then secondly, I will let them know, you know, ask questions about the people that you congregate with. Because I feel like back in the day when we were growing up, we would ask people, where you live at? You got your mama and your daddy? Oh, you staying with your mama? Your mama got a job. <laughs> you know, what's your living situation like? We assessed situations, I feel like, with people that we hung out with. Not saying that if you were in a bad situation, we weren't going to hang out with you. But what does your mind look like? What type of person are you? Are you a person that might steal some stuff out of my purse? No, you can't mm-hmm. come over my house. We ain't that type of friend. You the friend that's standing outside on the porch. So, you know, ask questions. Ask questions. Really, really don't just be welcoming people into your private space if you really mm-hmm. don't know that much about them. Like, you can't come and sit at my house. And when we was out for brunch, you miss your meal. Like, I had to pay for your meal. That means you might be homeless. And you might be coming at my house to see if my couch is comfortable. So, you know, ask questions pertaining to people and just don't be letting people in. You know, do an interview. Mm -hmm. Interview people. I be interviewing friends like a mug. Like, girl, I don't think we should be friends. There's some things you miss on your application. So, and the thing about it is, as parents or you know guardians we can tell kids what we mm-hmm. want them to do what they want to expect but at the end of the day a kid is their own individual and they're going to do what mm-hmm. they want to do how they want to do it so the other thing as a parent all you can do is literally get on your knees and pray every mm-hmm. day for your child every day the littlest thing, the biggest thing, you just have to pray and cover your child with the blood of Jesus. And trust day. that the things that you've instilled in them is going to be something, that, work. something mm-hmm. that they hold on to. Um, mm-hmm. For sure. I agree. We got to pray. We got to pray not only for your baby, but for, for every baby in this world. Because mm-hmm. we they all need covering. They all need protecting. It is definitely an evilness that's trying to take out our children. Period. Mm-hmm. And that's really what it is. Um, and I think for me, this situation with the young lady, it really hit home for me because I was just like, I couldn't even imagine how, 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 how much she felt like she, even if she wanted to call her mom, she couldn't, she was so unsafe, how endearing headlights she was going into the situation with these people that she thought was her friends and they not. And the fact that these people are just roaming the world free mm-hmm. i'm gonna be honest with you i said couldn't be mine they all would have been out. they would have been laid out it wouldn't have been a justice look let me tell you i mean i i got the turn of the cheek in my spirit but not for that one not for that one it would have had to take god personally himself saying i got this i got this one because it just couldn't have been me it couldn't have i if i say it all the time i am not a person who wants to be in nobody's prison system or jail system mm -hmm. but i'm letting you know my child is the one way i will go if anything if you touch any hair on her body that will be the way that i land myself there because i'm gonna take you out yeah i mean but we always say i said this saying to somebody i think it was my husband yesterday Oh, was it last week? I was like, 
we say we about that life until we have to live that life. Now, let me be, let me be clear. Let me be clear with you. <laughs> I might be saying I'm about that life, but if I got to go to jail, I'm going to reconsider. I'm going to be like, somebody else got to go get them. Um, I'm going to let you know. How I feel about my child, I feel like all logic be going out the window. So I'm not going to, I don't want to go there. <laughs> but I think I would have been a snap the fuck out. You know, I yeah, no, bad, no. So. And I, you know, <laughs> and the mom probably went to that p- place. And somebody had to like wheel her in because, you know, when you think about it, this is your seed. This is the person that you gave birth to. This is a part of you. You know, and somebody mm-hmm. has just taken this part of you away from the world. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're definitely praying for them and her family and everybody that loves her. And um, we're going to also pray for deliverance for the people that we're involved because obviously mm-hmm. they have a, uh, a evilness within them that has caused for them to do something so detrimental to someone else. That they 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 were so upset, and that the young lady was so upset that she had to beat her so badly that she wanted to kill her. Obviously, something is mentally unstable with that individual. Period. Mm-hmm. So, um, I just want to say uh, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Is there anything that you have going on that people can follow you on, and some things that you some exciting things? I know it's the end of the year, and you know we wrap up at the end of the year, but. <laughs> You know, sometimes God can rejuvenate. Okay, anything, anything great happening? Um, nothing particularly great happening. Just continue to follow the huddle, the backbone, the backbone, po- the backbone <laughs> podcast, <laughs> the huddle, and, the huddle, and the backbone podcast, girl. <laughs> yes, both of them. <laughs> Any words of encouragement for the guests before you leave so they can um, rejuvenate them for the week? Anything, any positive words you want to say? Um, just keep uh, your head focused. Um, don't let nothing discourage you. I know it's the time of uh, the season of happiness and a lot of people are going through financially, mentally, with loss of family members. But just stay as positive as you can. Keep God as close as you can. And know that um, you are loved by so many and just don't ever give up. Awesome. That's great advice. All right, Jerrica, thank you so much for taking the time out to speak with us. We love you on the Slaying For Me podcast. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. Don't forget to check us out on all of our um, our platforms, Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and com, where you can find out all of our episodes. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. And also, don't forget to follow me, your host, Alexis A. McCoy, at Alana Fuss, A-L-O-N-A-F-U-S-S, at, on Instagram, Twitter, Oh, no, honey. Don't follow me on Twitter. Twitter is shut down (laughs) on Instagram and TikTok, honey. And I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Don't forget, slaying for you is the best lifestyle to live. Bye.